Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the ghost cat. From time to time, I see ghosts, even if it's not Halloween. Once, I even encountered the ghost of a cat. A friend of mine owned a fine old house in Bangor. I used to stay there for part of the week while I was teaching at the university and I had my own bedroom on the second floor at the back of the house. Now, my friend had three cats. One was a gray Angora, one a gray Tabby, and one was entirely black. And they often hung out on my bed while I prepared lectures and graded papers. But I always shooed them out when I went to bed. I'm a light sleeper, you see, and easily awakened by movement and sound. But despite removing the cats and firmly shutting my bedroom door, however, I, I found I was often awakened by the sensation of something jumping on my bed. Sometimes I would even feel a slight pressure against my leg, as though something were laying against me. I would switch on the light, but I would never see a cat on the bed. I would look under the bed to try and find the cat I had somehow failed to evict, but there was never a cat under the bed, nor under any of the other furniture. It was becoming annoying and a little creepy. Finally, I mentioned it to my friend. Oh, yes, I get that, too, she replied. I always think it's one of my cats, but sometimes it happens when there are no cats in the room. Maybe it's old Lauren. Lauren, it turned out, was the 15-year-old cat that had been living in the house when my friend bought it. The former owner had died, leaving the cat, and my friend decided to keep it, as the cat seemed to go with the house. Lauren, however, was not grateful for this consideration. He was a resentful and pugnacious housemate, who took to marking his indoor territory and bullying her other cats. Finally, he died. But as I was learning, while Lauren might be dead, he had not departed. It seemed he now patrolled the house in the form of feline ectoplasm. Well, I was in a quandary. I did feel sorry for the old ghost cat, but I also valued my sleep. I tried reasoning with him. He could have the bed during the day, and I would have it at night. I put enchanted saucers of milk and bags of catnip in the far corner of the bedroom, laid down a fuzzy blanket to lure him away from my bed, but he would have none of it. Night after night, it was pounce, pounce, pounce. Finally, I decided I would have to exorcise the ghost cat. Oh, sure, I can hear all of you cat lovers with your little gasps of protest. Poor old ghost cat, he was there first, and so on. Well, I had tried being understanding and accommodating, hadn't I? I explained all of this to Lauren, but he didn't seem to care. So over the next few weeks, I prepared for the exorcism ceremony. I made a purple coverlet for the bed, I made a rattle of two clam shells filled with beach pebbles. I made a wreath of garden thyme 
and a wand of rosemary stems tied up with gold ribbon. Finally, when the moon had passed full and had begun to wane, the time was right for the ceremony. I cast a circle around the bed, sprinkling salt and herbs as I went. Then with my rattle, I walked counterclockwise around the bed, telling Lauren this was now forbidden territory, protected from his intrusions. I placed the thyme wreath under the bed and the rosemary wand on top of the bed. Finally, I visualized a bed with no cat on it and me sleeping peacefully in it. And then I opened the circle. As I did so, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a large, fat, black and white cat leap off the bed and out of the bedroom. The atmosphere in the room was then noticeably refreshed, and I had a good, uninterrupted night's sleep. The next day, I asked my friend, by the way, what did Lauren look like? She said he was a big, fat, black and white cat. So that had been Lauren's ghost after all, leaping out of my bedroom, and he never returned. Good kitty. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.